Welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome, <laughs> the Honest Wargamer, subsidiary of whatever Val isn't in charge of. That's that's. <laughs> I've been waiting on that joke all day. Pete, thanks for the chuckle. I was like, will Pete chuckle? Will Val? I Pete did go? a little bit. <laughs> Hello, I'm joined by two wonderful human beings. The gorgeous Mr. Val Heffelfinger. That's this guy. Well, oh, squeaky chair. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Squeaky chair. <sighs> no sunglasses right. today. Why are we Whoa, not repping? my image what and, just uh, happened oh wow someone just gifted a bunch of subs i've never seen this live happen before you've never Maybe. seen it thank you to nurgle matthew for donating 10 gift subscriptions in the chat that's his uh a 40th set of gift subscriptions in a day we think he's won the lottery mm -hmm. so that's very much thing. appreciated yeah that's, wow uh, rob you got that's... a simp that's okay. You're not allowed to say that on Twitch, actually. Not allowed? Not allowed. Not allowed to say oh. that word. It's, it's one of the banned words. The uh, Bonin? When did this happen? The, uh, when the Vimot took over, I think. Not oh. a banned word. See, that's also, just for the record, not a subsidiary of things I look after. Just so you know. Fairmark, <laughs> Val Applefinger, different. Different things. Different things. I don't know. It's pretty close. Whew, so glad I got these sun sunglasses. They're not really sunglasses. I think if you wear these in the sun, you, you get cancer of the eyeballs faster. They, they're not useful, I think, for blocking anything. Oh, no, I've left notifications on. Right, I'm thrown off this morning for the start. Pete, <laughs> Nurgle Matthew, thank you for the gift subscriptions. Um, you missed some great preamble, by the way, in the countdown. Uh, we're probably just going to repeat it in a moment. Also, Pete's here, the Falcon. How you doing, bud? Living the dream, bud. Living the dream. Little sleepy, but, you know, just living as good. always good uh we noticed you've got a fab new haircut i i i do i got a uh a real quick uh, get her done at the like d tier hair salon in high level alberta because everybody else was busy they were shutting it down sunday sunday at midnight so i like went in sunday at one o'clock and was like hey i really need this haircut right away <laughs> i need Look. this <laughs> we'll, we'll get you done we'll get you done boy they said it just so, like that too. So, are you implying that they're, they're that you guys are going into another heightened sense of lockdown? Yeah, we did. Yeah, which I mean, I don't notice the difference, but how is COVID <laughs> even getting there? You're like in the wilds of northern Canada. How, like it's mm -hmm. eight hours blankets. to the yeah Hudson's Bay blankets. Actually, they still wow. they still oh, not, take that trip. That's, that's, that's a, a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Yeah, that that's a real <laughs> deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> There's like someone at home right now who loves history. Like ooh. How does Rob? Yeah. How does Rob know that bit? Do you do you know that the British killed people with measles blankets? They did it all over the world. I didn't know that. I thought they, that was they just did it here. Thing. That's how Nottingham got the way it is. That's why our teeth are all messed up. <laughs> Here's your blankets. Do you ever meet a guy in a red jacket and he offers you a blanket? Do not take the blanket. Ever, ever. <laughs> it might be nice. It might be nice. It might be nice. Uh, well, thank you both for being here today. I appreciate you. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining live. Thanks to all the people listening on the podcast, uh, all the Hydro homies, and, of course, to all the YouTube thugs who are pretty, pretty aggressive nowadays. A lot of comments on the YouTube, so appreciating that. Uh, thanks. I've never read a YouTube comment, but I just assume. You've never, you, do, you have read a YouTube comment. One of them clearly called you out the other day. Because you said they to did? all the people, yeah, you said to you said to everyone on YouTube, 
fuck you. You're exact words. <laughs> I hate you. And I, yeah. and I, I didn't say I hate quote, you. I said, um, please don't hate Rob. Be, um, I was defending your honor um, as a white knight would. <laughs> yeah, you can say that, I think. I don't like this being censored business. What is going on? Well, you know, you know, I mean, talk to Val. Uh, that's, that's his department. Him and the Vimarked, I think. Uh, I've already covered this. No relationship. I don't know where this rumor's been coming from, Rob. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so if everyone can make sure we don't in any way conflate Val, the FLG, and the Vimarked together. <laughs> See, I said don't do that, Val, so they won't. That's really important. That's good. I appreciate yeah, put that. Put these little crackers away because I shouldn't be eating. Anyway, <laughs> continue. Uh, and well, uh, I mean, in 40k news around the world, but I haven't even asked you how you are yet, Val. How you been? What's been going on? No, what, it, what's what's happening with the FLG? Well, um, slowly uh, making progress. Uh, hopefully, we'll actually have a network in, in a few weeks. I'm hoping. Fingers okay. crossed. This is the problem. I'm good at with the ideas, Rob. The ideas are great. They come fast. They come furious. And then the whole doing stuff thing, I just sort of depend on, on the kindness of strangers. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Isn't it already a network? I'm confused. For anyone who isn't aware, the Fortnite we're, we're down. Network is a collection of podcasts and or TV shows uh, under an umbrella corporation show. that is in we're, no way connected to the Wehrmacht. We're, we're literally down to one show. I think Why? I think I, mean, I think Gory, some networks would never let this happen. Uh, <laughs> we we only have one show, so that's an even bigger sign that we have nothing to do with the Wehrmacht. I've just uh, I've just marked that so I can put that up as one of our Twitch clips of uh, Goering would never <laughs> let this happen. <laughs> oh no, that's your own fault. You said it. Uh, I hope that you use that for your gift sub, um, like uh, noise or whatever. Like whenever someone gifts this up, someone subscribes. <laughs> Yeah, you can have that for the forty k sat center when you reemerge if you want. Uh, just every time oh, this is going, I Gary might not never reemerge now. Appreciate that, Rob. Yeah. Ah, it's been a good run. <laughs> I guess I guess I'm I'm pretty pleased with just doing this indefinitely. That's good. It's been good for a year. Why not another year? Sure. Let's keep going. Why not? Why not? Why not? What's the worst that could happen? I could just. <laughs> Be clipped saying horrible things. All right, Reese telling old man jokes. Big shout out yes. to Dionysus in the chat. Big love to you. Uh, really nice to see you again. And everyone for tuning in live. Yeah, what has happened? So there was an. So what show <clears> is left <throat> on the Frontline Gaming Network? Just, just the original. It, it, it came from nothing and it's back to signals. So it's, uh, it's, it's just all signals from the Frontline, uh, yeah. which is Reese. Uh, really the best producer of really the shows anyway. Guy. It's one It's just Reese. Sort of reading Warhammer community at this point, and uh, and you know, well, we it's a good base. It's a strong base, I think, to just build up again from. Okay, it's yeah, little crooked, uneven. You you might say it's a squeaky floorboard of a base, but you know, it's fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, concrete quite hasn't settled yet. But we you just guys have got it. Like there. when everything's back in 40k stats center, I'm sure there's a host of new events, uh, new new shows coming. So that'll be fun. Um, I hope so. I, I'm personally looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. I was. Uh, uh, oh wait, uh, season two of Game Changers should be coming soon. Says Born Again Manchild. Oh yes, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. And yep. that is is Game Changers on the FLGN. Yes. Well, it, it won't be. It, it'll be a, an affiliate show. So we'll have 
will run ads and stuff on it, and uh, it'll have its own feed, like a big boy show, as opposed to how the FLGN's been run, where everyone's sort of crammed together on one conga line of podcasts. We'll, we'll actually have people on dedicated feeds and stuff. So it's good. Hey, no, he's sticking around. Steve Joel's, he's hanging in there. He's not on it for now. He's, he's, he's core content. But yeah, he'll be coming back when we relaunch everything. Steve Joel is maybe setting up as a rival. Big gossip there. Uh, that's Who knows? important. Uh, his Who rage knows? against the Wehrmacht, uh, one of the reasons he's leaving, potentially, or not. Who knows? Those uh, Anzacs, <laughs> they have a history of that. I understand. Uh, Falcon, uh, I don't Hello. want to talk about the Jukari stats, so I'm going to ask you how you are, and then if you want to mention the Jukari stats, feel free. Is this like it's... a South Korean or North Korean like uh, prisoner situation where I'm supposed to like Morse code out what's happening? Like, <laughs> Blink, blink if there's an issue. Is uh <laughs> I don't know I don't know Morse code so the best I can do is blink because my eyes hurt. Um, yeah, I mean I personally am doing great. Um, the Warhammer like 40k overall meta isn't um, like Drakari um, are now 10% of the meta instead of six. So they, they jumped up a little over 150%. Their win rate did go down. The meta adapted. They went from a 70 to a 69. Nice. Yeah. So 69.6 or something like that. So like they're real close um, to, being, to being just not an issue. Um, they uh, 35% of all top fours since they came out. So holding steady. 35% of all T-Whip. Holding steady strong there. Uh, but, you know, fixed. That was like that. If I don't recall, if I do recall correctly, uh, that's like maximum ceiling of Iron Hands. I remember that's when I was like, "They're going to 40. Which I don't even know if mathematically is possible. Yeah, when the when Iron Hands were at their peak, the best they did, not counting like the one Brohammer weekend, um, they were at a seventy percent win rate. And uh, well, they had a seventy-five with the mirror. I'm talking about T Whip, T Whip, what Drukari are, and they had thirty-five percent of the of T Whip. Yeah. Which is just for, everyone, just for everyone to be uh, clear at home, the Jukari menace uh, sitting at seventy percent is is horrific. Um, uh, I'd like to like, sixty nine. It's fine. And what's their? It dropped a percent. It's not seventy anymore, so it's okay. And what's okay. their share of the meta? It's gone up one hundred and fifty percent, ten percent. Yeah, it's it's at ten right now. They're averaging nine since the book dropped. They were at three before the book dropped. They went started at six right after book. And now they're at uh, ten. Can I ask a question? Like, just be, for the people out there who might not understand, you know, my friends in nursing homes, uh, whoever might be listening to the show in any way, the sixty uh, nine is not great, especially when you add in new people. So when you have a hundred and fifty percent increase, you would expect that to drop a lot because uh, the skill base generally tends to bottom out because 10% of the meta isn't competent as like top table gamers, let's say. Um, and so, because uh, we had a, <laughs> can we shout out our friend? What's his name? <laughs> oh, we don't shout him out. Uh, we had we had some like, some fairly new players uh, go for one at least at yeah, events. This is the only good, these are the only stories that are good that come from moments like this because yeah. I think it's it's great. I mean, Matthew Casey um, at the Cool Place GT, 35-person GT, 
in Georgia. He went 4-1. He got to the top table. He 4-0'd. Um, he beat some really good players, too. He beat um, Seth Oster, who's one of the better Orc players in North America. Um, and he beat uh, Stephen Mitchell, who had been undefeated against Drukari with his Beasts of Nurgle list. Uh, beat them both um, to get to the top table. Played John Lennon. Um, you know, our top, he was third in the ITC, arguably one of, if not the best player in the world. But I mean, like I said, arguably don't uh, get your your uh, knickers in a knot if you think otherwise. Um, who brought a list, uh, an Ultramarines list he'd kind of cooked up that is, he feels has like an amazing chance of beating Drakari if it goes first and like 50-50 if he goes second. Um, and uh, he went first and... Um, you know, killed all six of the the poor guys raiders uh, before he got to do anything. Still ended up having a close game. Um, I'm like big ups to this guy. Apparently, he did play very well um, for a guy who'd never been to an event before. Do you so, think maybe he was a TTS guy? Maybe I mean, he's could been be, training. But I mean, um, Keith Barry from like uh, California is a big TTS guy. Does very well in their events, and he's like a two and three performer so far in GTS. Um, Oof. in real life because like terrain and stuff don't quite match up to how TTS plays, right? So mm. There was a Sometimes. sweet uh, just to, to talk on terrain a little bit uh, Thanks Math Mallow for resubscribing, big love to you. Uh, Dudlife says also, wait you're actually talking about 40k and not some obscure Canadian law. Well Pete, you've had a week I'm... off having to talk about Drukari, right? So like we didn't mention it at all last week so, Yeah, we did our best I'm, so try... I'm... Listen, I'm with you uh, Dudlife, I'm real with you I don't want to, tired <laughs> Real time. You don't have to. There's new admec, which brings there me is. There's, there's a, there's a, Yo, let's talk about that. The the friggin' incredibly OP orc guy. So OP wow. right now. Stop reading titles of YouTube videos and then not watching the whole thing. <laughs> I didn't even watch one minute of it. From Toronto though, that guy. Is he? I didn't even look at his YouTube video. I immediately was like, "Who is this fucking guy?" And oh man, Neil, <laughs> Neil, you don't. I oh that's a good I had a good laugh at seeing that one I like that. Could you explain the situation to us, please, Pete? There was a small well yeah there was a six round RTT in Sweden um, last Oof. weekend, and it had it was supposed to have a bunch of like the WTC guys I, I do believe many still showed up uh, like Daniel Hasselberg and uh, Rickard Nilsson, um, and it was supposed to be it was supposed to be day one three rounds. Um, and then they were going to cut to a top eight and do um, like a single elimination top eight going into day two. Um, and then they changed the format partway through the event. Um, so Drukari, which was the only undefeated uh, army after all six rounds, came in second because they switched it to battle points. Bold. That's now, <laughs> like... To be fair, the TO is new, and he just wanted to make sure everybody had a fun time on day two and didn't just, you know, travel to play one game. Uh, but I thought that was I thought that was super cute. But like the guy that actually beat everybody there came in second because they switched the the tournament uh, the way the tournament played partway through. <laughs> wow, that's a bold bold strategy. I'd like to maybe Val, how do you feel about that? Like I know you're looking for you're looking for some standardized TO. Uh, engagement, you know, making sure all the lists are in right, making sure the stats are done, like, you know, uh, the inner circle within the outer circle. Um, like, <sighs> how do you, uh, how do you, <laughs> how do you feel about changing it up? Something you're going to advocate for? 
I've I've long been an outspoken uh, battle points are dumb person. I've never been a big guy on battle points, so no, no, Rob, I'm not taking your bait. It's not bait. It's just a genuine question. I'm full of enthusiasm and love today. I promise. Uh, I promise. Uh, yeah, that's what you're always full of. <laughs> did you see? Did you happen to see any of the pictures of? The actual, because uh, I was watching Rickard. So Rickard Nielsen is a very uh, quality Admet player. I think maybe mm-hmm. came second in the ITC last year for Admet. I'm not quite sure. Something he like did. That. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He oh. is a very good Admet player. He has been the best Admet player until um, these these last recent weeks um, in the ninth edition as well. So well, uh, yeah. So I looked at the boards. There were pictures of the boards, and I can only describe them as not great. Uh, is Sparse? how I would say. Sparse, yeah. He Scandinavian, was like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the, the tundra of Sweden is how I would describe <laughs> it. And um, like, and he was like, "I've gone first. Here's a picture." And everyone was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> the next next round, he's like, "I've gone first again." Like, it was just painful. I think in some of those situations, which is like a, a core component, I think, of uh, of the game so far. Like, did the events in America? Do you happen to see any of the pictures? And was the terrain, would you say, up to scratch? Oh yeah, I think I think um I'm wonder like something I've been thinking about a lot recently with the talk of like there's rumors that maybe Drukari weren't considered super amazing in testing and so I I often wonder like what's what's our terrain like now? Are we too heavy? Like did we go overboard compared to what people expected us to play? Is that part of the problem? Is that why like people thought Admech would be a bigger deal? I mean, they are very strong into Drukari. It's not not uh, like it's very clear they are, but when you look at what Admech are changing to, losing a strength on their um, their Scorpius Disintegrator, which is like the main thing they use to kill raiders, um, that's huge. Going down to strength five, so they're now wounding on fives, things like that. It makes you wonder: like, is terrain just supposed to be lighter? Um, probably not Tundra version, but like maybe it's supposed to be more of like the old school LVO terrain, which is a little bit lighter than we're seeing at most tournament tables right now. I mean, but then that brings in the problem that oh, maybe maybe that's the solution. I don't know. Like maybe maybe there's that. I think it's an ongoing conversation about terrain and mm. how that's going to affect the different metas and the matchups, which I'm quite hype about watching. But I don't know. Like I don't. I like I don't know if I'm smart enough to know. Like what if there's a definitive answer or if act mm-hmm. if actually Val, I don't know about you. Do you do you prefer the variety? Like because that might be genuinely something that's quite cool. Is that like it's kind of a one of the things we do when we do the Age of Sigma stats in the show is we always talk about um, the pack in of itself before we talk about the results, like, because it's, like, an in, in, integral part. Like, we're, like, 2.7, like, t- two and a three-quarter-hour rounds. Uh, there's n- this comp, not comp, but sometimes it's, like, you don't play in the realms or you don't do a thing. There's certain bits and aspects. So we kind of mention it before we talk about the results. And we also talk about the battle plans um, and as to whether or not they may have affected, because they're slightly different to the 40K battle plans in that some of them really do affect how some armies can perform. And I think the 40k ones don't change that, I don't think. I don't know. I, I'm going to hearken to an analogy I think we love on the show, which would be uh, American baseball. And um, in American baseball, uh, they have inside of the league two different leagues with slightly different rules. And every stadium or field has slightly different dimensions, which is strange, which actually has a massive impact on how many home runs you hit and all kinds of stuff like that. But like 
fundamentals are always the same. So you always have four bases and a diamond. You always, but like how far it takes, how far you got to carry a ball to actually get a home run is different up depending on where you are, which is really, really strange. A cricket pitch, for example, is always drawn with the same comically large protractor uh, traditionally mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. before every game, whereas uh, baseball fields can be different. So I think that's what Wait, I would like to see. I'd like to see question. like, oh, I would oh, still like a, like a base level of sameness with. Yeah, some weirdness on the margins. That's what I would like. Is there a, is there a, a difference between like between home? Is it home base plate? I, I don't know. Home plate? No, you home you, pl- you just you screwed up that sentence on purpose. You knew it was home plate. Go. On. I did not know it was home plate. We I, <laughs> we don't play baseball here. Uh, what about first plate? Oh, sorry, like, rounders. <laughs> rounders. When we finish giving blankets out to all of the native populations, <laughs> we play rounders to get the. <laughs> Just to kill some time. I'm pretty sure Rounders is is the proto baseball game that they say it came from. Anyway, continuing. Uh, apparently, you need to be nice about cricket. Uh, I'm I'm hearing uh, like apparently cricket's fine, but and cr- cricket cricket's very a lot, and apparently not a pitch. Yeah, Tomb King Kristen also like they're not cricket pitches. I thought they were pitches. Anywho, the fields. Yeah, uh, they're fields. Aha, uh-huh. are they? Yeah, I don't I know. So. I that sounds like cricket. someone who doesn't know sports saying things. Can I, t- I, can I, can I anecdotally take you through a journey of me playing cricket as a child? Very yes. Quickly. So I played. Um, I played for my county. Uh, for mm-hmm. playing okay. As a kid. All right. Oh. Nice. Yeah, Professional. Well yeah. So I was an opening batsman. So pretty good at whacking a thing, uh, which is a theme I carried through to my life. And mm-hmm. um, and also I was the wicket keeper, which is the fella. Uh, Are you allowed to say that on Twitch? Wicket keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Can I call Nurgle Matthew that? Yeah, he's, he's a wicket your keeper. wicket keeper. Yeah, he's my wicket keeper. Thank go. you, Nurgle. Matthew. I like it. Um, but uh, we were small boys. We were like ten, ten ish, ten ish, eleven ish. Um, and my friend Phil was the opening bowler. He was like the big. He was the good bowler on my team. Uh, and me and Phil kind of like hit pubescence hard. We both became big six footers really quick, really quick by the time we were like, I don't know, 12 or 13. So I would always stand right behind the wickets and then the fastball would come in and I'd, I'd grab it. Um, but as Phil got taller and much, much stronger, those fastballs became much faster. And it really wasn't mm-hmm. uh, like, and I didn't in any way improve my motor skills fast <laughs> enough. <to do>. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, a couple of um, of uh, edges, so like batsman tries to hit the ball and he just slices it a little bit, and then just taking the ball full to the face, and I finally grew yes. up and moved further back from the wicket. It's a long story. I'm not really. Were you wearing a cage at least? Uh, you mean the face mask? Yeah. No, because I was a small boy and I thought that they were for cowards. <laughs> um... Yeah. <laughs> they still are. That hasn't changed. <laughs> this was the mid nineties. I like. I like that they have learn to protect the batsman but everyone else on the field is or pitch or whatever okay the oh and apparently it's an oval and it's variably sized basically no anecdote i mentioned about cricket was accurate i mean the pitch the pitch is true it is a pitch it's very similar to the baseball diamond however so the diamond saying the pitch is specifically the middle yeah just like the baseball diamond is that's that's fair doesn't change i like that i like that can um, I just? Can I just? Think, but yeah, everyone uh, barehanded catching in cricket doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get that. What band? <laughs> band I don't know the why they all wear like sweater like, vests. The batsman looks like he's like 
dismantling a bomb in Baghdad, and everyone else is just wearing a jock strap. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, well, in a sweater vest. Understand. They all have sweater vests on. It's true. I've watched yes. a lot of cricket, and the sweater vest is like their jersey of choice. Uh, I, was I need to. T- I want to ask really you more about cricket because there's some really interesting things in that. Can I thank Nurgle Matthew again for being our wicket keeper on the show and donating ten gift subscriptions, which is just very lovely of you. Um, that's that's amazing. Uh, yeah. The uh, did you? Because I assume you're talking about cricket because you've seen the difference between Test cricket and 2020 cricket and the rise of popularist. Popularist. Obviously, we're in a generation of popularism, right? Be it politics, be it cricket apparently how do you guys feel about that well i think it's kind of funny that they made the game more popular just by shortening it i think we made this joke when ninth was announced i think yeah. we started talking we, we made i think we've made we've talked about we did this bit when ninth was announced damn it We're covering old ground this is bad it's like a yeah. repeat though it's when you watch the jim jeffries good bit, gun though. control bit like so that's watching again do you, do you think that perhaps people would be more interested in this game if, if, if it was shorter if it didn't last several days, that would be great. <laughs> Let's yeah. make it one day. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, and we get up at nine, maybe ten a.m. as opposed to seven thirty yeah. a.m. Yeah. What suggests. is this? Yeah. yeah. Nine, well, ten a.m. Um, apparently, the most controversial thing I've ever said on this show was that we should get up later for tournaments. What? Get up later? Yeah. But that, that's... that's yeah. You and me, Pete, were on the same page. We're like. Tournament should start 9, 10 a.m. And then Val's like, no, 7.30 a.m., 15-minute breaks only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No bathrooms. Yes. Screw off. Hey, you can't stink up the toilet if you're not allowed to go to it, right? Yeah, that's right? true. Very, very, very Wehrmacht of you. As, as, <laughs> as the we lead aren't. producer of, of the Ocho, soon to be FLGN Live, um, which is usually located next to the toilets, I'd prefer it if people don't use them as often. Yep. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. a commentator who was also always uh, put next to the toilets at every event, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> so whenever, whenever you're, whenever you get like, I could be in any country in the fucking world, and they're like, "So this is your table." I'm like, "The one next to the toilets." Appreciate yeah. you, like, yeah. yeah but they always think they're doing you a solid. They're always like, "See, we got direct <laughs> access." Like, what do you think we do as? Co- what do you think we're eating at the table? Like, we're just like barfing down burritos, getting ready. Like, oh. Can't wait to destroy this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's my beans? Give me them Timbits and coffee. My question oh, is... Go ahead. W- yes. Do you honestly not think that the game tournament scene and coverage would be better if the armies were smaller? Like 1,500, not 1,750. Oh, I'm, I'm with you 100%. You got to go to you gotta go to 15 or... I don't know about lower than that, but 15 would be great. Do it. I, I I Do ran I actually ran at um at our local um stupid gaming club um I tried to I ran a test event because uh, they were um they're very uh, competitive 40k um, suspicious and I also really wanted to try out 1500 so we ran a 1500 point event it was great and that was eighth yeah. edition but it was great okay I don't know I don't know why I don't know why people refuse to even consider it like like the smaller toys. game they're toys they they're you're you're removing their freedom they need I, as much <sighs> as much freedom as they can get under 2000 points and like yeah yeah i don't know and gw had the opportunity to to sort of deflate points 
or inflate points. I guess you're inflating points because you're getting less toys for your models. But um, yeah, I don't know. Rob, I, I'm not disagreeing with you today. This is unfortunate. I really just don't care as long as everybody does it. Yes. Like, everybody needs to stand to step in line. I, I want I want uniformity. I want um, nobody I to have any kind of imagination. Like fifteen hundred points. I think I'll tr we'll see what we can do to find ways to to try it out. But fifteen hundred points, I think, just makes anytime you have to make more decisions, like harder decisions. I think you you make it a better game. Like if state, you just raise the stakes. There's less redundancy, all that stuff. Nikos hates it. Nikos is in the chat, losing his mind. Just abs. Oh. Like I've never seen somebody more against something in my life. <laughs> what if you? What if you just push it the other way? Not fifteen hundred. Four thousand. Only two. <laughs> only, on two only, yeah. only two games a day. Two games a day. Four thousand yeah. points. I don't <laughs> think you're going to get two games in at four thousand points. Uh, okay. All right. Then three. Three thousand. Three. Three two five zero. There we go. I like it. Eighteen fifty. That's how they wound up with that stupid number. I guess. Yeah, they did. That's a weird number to end up at, right? That was the, um, that was the end of seventh. Standard was eighteen fifty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I don't think dropping I I understand it. People are like I want to use all my toys, but like I think it would be a more productive game for people, and they'd have they also like there'd be more each thing would be more relevant and more important. I guess it kind of like negates. Try it on. Uh, is try it on your super series, man. When you when you start doing forty k, nah, you can... I've got to, I've got to pitch it to the flubs, and I like I've got I've got like I've got to get like everyone in the US to watch. So I've got to like be like hey. I've got to use small words and just the things that they know. But no, you don't. Like, remember, like, we, no one watches. Like, we, we, we... <laughs> but seriously, like, even, even like a well, even like a well attended live 40K event right now is still, we're still in the beginning. Like, so, like, yeah. as the, as the broadcasters are, as far as like broadcasters are concerned, you can be a bully. Cause if you find a format that people really, really like, it can reverse engineer it the other way. So yeah, man. Just yeah, I mean, fuck one weekend. Try it. Maybe. See how it goes. Maybe. Um. Uh. Like it'd be interesting. Obviously, we have events here at the arena. Someone's telling me to shout them out. Uh. We are putting some more tickets on sale this week. I think. Oh really? Uh huh. Uh huh. We sold out the first month, so now we're just going to put tickets on sale for the second month. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a pretty interesting matchup. Zach from the LGT and also Logan from the show, who I know, Val, you're a big fan of, both attending the first four <laughs> singles. Um, I'm just, I, I think he's probably, he's probably catching on to the fact that I'm just being nice to him so he doesn't call me names anymore. But, you know, that's good. <laughs> oh, he calls you names? That's he doesn't nice. call names. He makes, you know, some references to things see, that like, he thinks I do that are cheesy, but that's fine. He's like, you're a poopy butt. That's, just I, don't I, think, I don't know. I don't know what Logan sounds that. like, I so I assume he talks I'm like lame. that. It's the suits. Oh, yeah? It's the suits, I think, is the issue. Uh, yep. So cut off T-shirts and whatever the kids are wearing. We'll just have a bunch of band tees. cool. Get the side bags. Mm -hmm. Side bags? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I, was talking yeah. To, I was talking to someone earlier, and I know I've mentioned on the show before, but if we could just, like, as a community, just ban off beige cargo shorts. Like. <laughs> oh, man, no. Dude. What? Like, Why, what am dude? I going to do? What am I going to wear? Peter's closet is like Batman, where you open it and it's just Batman costumes, except just yeah. beige cargo shorts. Beige Let's... cargo. I have one <laughs> pair of of like army camo green cargo shorts, and the rest are beige. Um, yeah, like what am I gonna wear? I have two pairs of jeans. Um, 
I suppose They're, I could wear those? sweats. What's wrong with those? You can't wear jeans in the summer. Like I, I can barely wear jeans in the winter. I want my legs to be free. Okay. <laughs> my legs to be free. Okay. People need we... to see these things, these gams. <laughs> I can't remember. Are you allowed to say gams on Twitch? Yeah, you can. What say am I not gams, allowed? I, I gotta. I'm, not... I'm gonna have to look up this list of things. I'm a little sad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember when it happened, but there was there was some point where where like popular culture just turned against cargo shorts hard, and uh, I eliminated the lower pocket for my shorts immediately. I did not. Uh, I, no, I no longer wore cargo shorts. The. <laughs> It's too bad. It's too I bad. only wear jeans um, or jeans. We shorts. know, or as they we call know. it in the pandemic, hard pants. Ha- oh yeah, of course, because the Zoomers don't don't respect anyone in jeans now. This is what I hear. Yeah, yeah. So maybe never that- trust someone over thirty or wearing jeans. Yeah. So you need to, you, if you want the FLGN to really connect with the younger audience, you're going to need to. Well, number one, stop retweeting whatever he tweets about like eighties movies that like seven mm-hmm. people have seen because number one but like i like them i'm like fuck it reese love that uh but number two it's got to be getting some like tapered jogger sort of ongoing like you need your hosts in those um i feel like like the world is coming to 40k uh tournament uh couture i think i think the the pajama pant track pant aside from the beige cargo short probably the most dominant lower lower uh, leg covering at a at a tournament, not the baggy ones though. Not like not like you're a problematic coach in a high school in America, sort of j- baggy. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Cool. More like cool, cool, cool. I think tapered. Yep. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm yep. not okay. I'm not here for that. I see it. But could I make a suggestion? Maybe for the FLGN, maybe some sort of like fashion segment. A <laughs> little FLGN uh, fashion, maybe, maybe that. There's a show I think we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. I just throw that in there. I'm, gonna, I'm putting it like... on the segment. I'm, gonna, I'm pulling up my segments document here, and I'm mm-hmm. putting it in. Tournament fashion. Okay. Tournament fashion week here on the FLGN. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be willing to host if that helps you in any way, shape, or form. Oh. That one for free. Um, I mean, yes. I don't know if it helps me, but sure. Yeah. Well, if we wanted to learn a lesson from our Swedish friends, uh, a lot of the lads from Gothenburg uh, tend to wear kilts to tournaments. Oh, the only the only guy. He's like the utility kilts. I was gonna say, (laughs) no, not the utility kilts. No, I was gonna say because that's a real douche move. (laughs) Agreed. At Warzone Atlanta, once uh, there was a a a fella in a utility kilt. I think he's one of the Dangly Boys, and he was easily the drunkest person outside of Nick Nanavati I've ever seen at an event. Just wasted in a kilt. I feel like that's that's high stakes, man. It's I told you easy. my story about the the Swedish fellas with the kilts that that showed me the card trick. Have I told you this story before? The card car, card card trick? trick or card trick? Card trick. So I was doing coverage uh, in Stockholm. I was at uh, Krugslundtan, and uh, <laughs> Jesper came over to me with a bunch of other huge Swedish men, all in kilts, with childlike smiles on their faces. All of me, I'm in the commentary booth and like in between rounds and they're like, can we show you a card trick? And I'm like, like, and they were all smiling in the way that you're like, I'm yes. The answer is obviously yes. I will go through whatever this process is going to be. Takes me through the card trick. And then he's like, is this your card? And then I say no. And then he lifts up his kilt where he's wearing no underwear 
And then the tattooed card on his penis, he's like, <laughs> is this your card? And I was like, yes. That is Man, I almost, my card. I almost blew the lead on this because I was just going to be like, they showed you their penis. Like, we could have just... <laughs> Because that is exactly where my mind went. Like, this is where this is going. Because like, exactly that's what, what happens with all kilt stories. Mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. Showed, he showed you his penis or his whole butt. I just yeah. want to show you my whole all butt. All of it. Let and then I saw see, everything. See, black hole sun, won't you come? Wash well, what's, happening, what's happening with the... Let's stay on fashion. I'm staying on it because I don't care. Okay. What, what about, like, sports tops, teams' jerseys? Like, because we see that a lot. The Art of War guys, they've got team jerseys. They're, um, they're not good looking though. Those are bad looking jerseys. I'm going. That's my take of the other day. AOW jerseys. Yeah, they're not iconic, you know. And they're, they're like poor, they're made of poor design choice. Yeah. Also, I gotta say that that artificial fabric, you know, like that, uh, that like quick dry fabric, not comfortable and stinks. I don't know if you guys ever noticed this, but whenever I wear a quick dry shirt, like the the odor just friggin' is extra stinky. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like the sweat sticks with it forever. Yes. Way yeah. worse. You gotta go. You got. You need cotton, guys. You need a cotton shirt. Keeps those brain sweats. Yeah, uh, but cotton tape. cotton doesn't show as much sponsorship. Is the problem? <laughs> that is a problem. Also, yeah, you can't get that uh, like lacrime sponsorship on that. Just yeah, work, they dress work. like F one drivers, but mm-hmm. don't smell that way. F one. I don't know. Have you smelled a F one driver after a race? I it's pretty. As often as pretty I can, I'm banned from the so actually, track. I think I think we should all have fire retardant jumpsuits. That's what we should be wearing, uh, and hel- and full helmets, yep. full For face hours. helmets at all GW events. Let's do this. Well, couldn't we bring this back to it being cricket outfits, sweater vests, and khaki pants? I'm into it. I feel like bowling shirts and cargo shorts are probably the appropriate attire of a 40k tournament. Gross, <laughs> absolutely gross, like kingpin. <laughs> Great film. Underrated, I'd say. Watched Dumb and Dumber the other day, as a matter of fact. My wife claimed to never have seen it. Laughed my balls off all the way through. Not one minute not laughing. Also, Dumb and Dumber. Like... One of the first movies to prove that critics didn't know what they were talking about. It was a big deal. Did Easily they say it was not know. good? They most, almost all critics said that Dumb and Dumber was one of the worst movies ever made. And then it, and then it, like, then it wrecked, wrecked this... everywhere. Also, something that's interesting about Dumb and Dumber is, and I only noticed it on this recent watching, is that um, Jim Carrey acts his balls off. There are like all of these moments where he is just so committed to the moment and he's just, you can tell, like desperate to be a real actor. Mm-hmm. And I'd never noticed that that was showing because then you get Cable Guy, I think almost immediately after this, and you see him really trying to be a real actor. And um, anyway, I never noticed well, that. If you ever watched the behind the scenes of Man on the Moon, he was really trying to be a real actor in that, and he was a dick. He oh, he's a piece of garbage on that set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to method act, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Real yeah. bad. Just to just to kind of bring up critics are right or wrong, and then the other way around. I, I yes. challenge you both. I challenged my co-host last night on the Age of Sigmar show to watch The Lighthouse with um, uh, uh, Stephen. Oh no, um, uh, it's got. That fella from Twilight in, yeah. and then... Scott Willem Dafoe and um, that fella from Twilight, yes. Yeah. I ch- Have you seen it already, maybe? Mm-hmm. It's oh, uh, wow. the black and white one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it, Val? Um, no, but I, I know it by reputation. It look, it's, a, it's like an absurdist art film, essentially. It's yes? maybe the worst mil- movie I've ever seen. Oh, really? 
Okay. Because it, it definitely got. Okay, by the way, Dumb and Dumber uh, tomato meter at 68%. So not. not. Uh, I just remember Siskel and Ebert saying it was terrible. Well, they were no the only movie reviews it. at the time was Siskel and yeah. Ebert. It's only the only, only way you knew how to do it in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh did you what did you think of it pete the lighthouse just to throw us really off track and maybe i'll bring us back i mean it was weird i only watched it because i saw the independent film spirit awards and aubrey plaza's version of it was amazing so i was like oh, i gotta watch it did you and... realize what kind of independent film awards you were watching uh as you started that show or did you just did you intend to um it was just like on my youtube recommendations i was like let's see what this is all about all so right. I've, I've I watched it, it every I year for three the, years now. I watched it Except this cinema, year was bad. And it was bad. I watched it in the bad. Oh, you talk you about the awards, a movie sorry. theater? This was before COVID, of course. Although we're allowed to go to movie theaters again. And that is very on my list of things to go and do again. Oh, wow. So the reason why I thought The Lighthouse was this year is because I watched a YouTube video of William Defoe talking about all of his roles. And uh, he plugged it at the end, and I was like, huh, this sounds like a great movie. Can't wait till it comes out. But that was three years ago. Well, some people in the chat think, some <laughs> people in the chat think I'm wrong. Uh, and then Falcon thinks that I am. Um... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was anything special. I thought it was, you know, being very artsy. So I didn't think it was terrible. I didn't, like, throw up in my mouth or anything while I watched it. I did. I, did. I also watched <laughs> a very detailed um uh, YouTube video on the the production of the lens for that lighthouse. I think it was a I think it was like a Vox thing. So essentially, like the the lenses in those lighthouses are pretty cool little pieces of 19th century engineering. And mm-hmm. so they had there's like one guy in I want to see either Georgia or South Carolina who who still like makes and maintains them for all of the original lighthouses that exist. And um, they made a custom crystal for for the lighthouse and. Uh, I watched a whole video about that. Wow. Most adjacent thing I've ever said here. When I was a teenager, um, my first real job was to work at a place called Cape and Rage. Cap en Rage. And it had a lighthouse. It was the second oldest lighthouse in Canada. Oh. And it was a little uh, tour tourist destination. So I would greet people, tell them about everything. And were one you of a historical my jobs, interpreter? Like, did, were you um, in costume? No, I, oh. I had to wear uh, beige khaki shorts um, <laughs> and, uh, and an evergreen shirt with a picture of the lighthouse on it. And I'm not joking about the beige khaki shorts. That was part of our – we had to buy those to work there. You had to Excellent. pay money. And um, part of my job outside of greeting people and explaining the historical references around the place was to clean like, around the lighthouse. We weren't allowed inside it. And when it got foggy, um, I would have to um, – put on headphones because there's this big deck in front of the lighthouse and the foghorn was on it and it would go off, but I still had to clean it and it would go three toots. And then you had like 15 seconds before the next. So you'd have to run up sweep for like 10 seconds and then run back down the stairs and wait for it to go off. Cause it was so loud. It would like shake your body and blow your eardrums. Whoa. And then you had to run back up and do it again. So I got a lot of exercise. I was in like fucking peak shape doing shit like that. Um, at that place. And then I got fired for putting a box on my head and cutting a happy face into it uh, and greeting people like that for a day, um, which they said wasn't very professional. Right. Only job I've ever been fired from. And they were like, man, you really shouldn't have put that box on your head. I said, well, you know, what can I do? That sounds, I mean, I love, were you also banned from that territory? Um, no, no. They were Sorry just like, please don't week. come back here. 
Um, <laughs> just like PEI. There's, please, if you could, you like, we can't stop you from coming, but if you could just not. I was like, okay. I guess he can only visit so many, like, very, a handful of tourist destinations left that he's allowed to go to uh, in the Maritimes at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, just free pooper like me. There's a lot of places that just don't want you. Talking about great stories. Uh huh. This Saturday, the Warhammer animations are back. Fucking nailed a segue. Is that real? Nailed it. Um, yeah, it's back. Yeah, they've uh, they're doing a preview of the Warhammer animations on mm-hmm. Saturday. Oh, it's a preview. It's not that they're actually like happening. Well, no, but we might get a timeline about when we might they might be happening. Nah, nah. Timeline? Nah. Come on. Well, nah. Maybe. maybe. When have they ever released a timeline? Uh, they do it for Necromunda and Underworlds. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. they do that for us? That'd be nice. <laughs> Why would they do that for their largest game system and subsidiaries? It's a great question. It's a great question. Maybe it's in the app. None of us have just clicked the right bit on the app yet. Here's a question. Is is Underworlds a specialist game and and covered by Forge World? Like where I wonder where they Because it's a specialist to... game. Or is it a core game? It's a core game, isn't it? Or is it? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just us. Just us three. Just uh-huh. us three and no this one else. Is... Oh, wait, no many copies, many yeah. copies were drank in a in a cafe in Nottingham for this. So Apparently, everybody listening, the entire specialist games department has imploded. Someone was fired, and there's a complete rejig of the entire rules teams. All of it. That's the scuttlebutt. Might not be true, but that's the hot gossip. So how? Who I, knows? I feel like Games Workshop is like the studio is run by Puff Daddy, and he just walks in every day and goes, "I'm shutting the studio down," <laughs> and then they and then they all have to. And they all have to like go do a, a hilarious uh, Easter egg hunt, and, and then they're allowed to keep the studio open. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Just so like Dave an Chappelle MTV reference, show. guys, to an MTV show. Uh, it was yeah. a double reference. That was like a that was a real good deep one. cut. Real deep Oof. cut. You did it. You did. I'm proud of you. As a deep cut as the blankets, but still very deep. It was, it like was Val. Deep. Val thinks these up weeks in advance. He's like, "How am I going to fit this on the show?" Baby, on the fly. Also, I've been waiting like to tell you guys for a long time that I'm disappointed that both you two and the chat uh, both failed to notice that I incorrectly identified the Ministry of Propaganda as Goring when it's Gobbles. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know the job titles of everyone in the Wehrmacht, so yeah, weird what you saying. do. Just saying. Derailed the conversation again with Nazis. Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. Clip. I mean, Never. if you're going to do it, <laughs> you're going to do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Goebbels. I didn't even say Gables. it right. And of Gables. Green Gables. Anna Green no, Gables. we're not going back to Anna Green Gables. It was a YouTube I comment, s- like a long one on that, and I don't need to hear anymore. They were, oh, okay, I did read that. Someone sent me that because they were very mad that I didn't call her boyfriend Gilbert, right? Was this the yeah. guy? Yeah, this they were is very the guy. mad that it wasn't Gilbert, but he's Gilbert, and I get it. It's just a stupid name. Um, <laughs> yeah, Anna Green Gables. What are you gonna do, Rob? Listen, when you next time you come to Canada. You have you're gonna have to I'm gonna have to pay to get you to to do like one of the maritime events the like one we get a year and you can cover it and it'll be super shitty um, but I'm gonna take you to Anna Green Gables I'll take you to PEI I'll do it oh, I'll in. drive you there we'll go oh, across man. the 
Who's my buddy from from uh, Nova Scotia? Oh fuck. Uh, the the guy he's Todd Wall. Uh, Todd Wall. Yeah. Todd, Todd Wall. We'll get Todd Wall to to show you around. He'll freaking take you for a tour on Canada's Navy. Um, our one of our cruisers, destroyer. Can't remember. Do you have anyway. a Navy? I know that's a rude thing to ask, but like, is it like? Yeah. We have some ships. We actually bought uh, four diesel submarines from the UK about twenty years ago, and um, I think one of them caught fire and sunk recently. Yep. Oh. As would expect. <laughs> you would expect. You would expect. Um, so the suggestion in the chat is that maybe the reason we haven't got a roadmap is because, and thanks for the offer, Pete, by the way. Really appreciate it. Well, I'm going to uh, do it. It's because 40k doesn't have any roads, maybe. Maybe that's uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, like, which We're makes going, sense. We don't need them. But I'm, are you guys not excited about the animations? Because I think uh, of, yeah. as a medium, because Pete, you're big into the Black Library stuff, and Val, you... Uh, randomly sometimes into the black library stuff or generally? i try I, I dabble every now and then like I, I start listening to an audiobook and then i and then i stop i just can't listen to fiction i don't know why i need to be learning about uh <laughs> no don't doubt. no don't say it. No. step back step back we need about a new we need a wicked keeper we need a wicked keeper to be learned about historical facts yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, are you guys not excited at least? Because this is an easier medium than an audiobook, I, I guess. Because yeah. I struggle with audiobooks as well. Val. Like, I really do. I try very hard. I'm currently halfway through Penitent by um, is it Dan Abner or is it? Yes. Andy, I think. Yeah, Dan, Dan Abner. Yeah. So it's... halfway through that, and I'm really enjoying it. Um. But it's uh, like I just struggle like to do audiobooks. I, I like reading. Sit down and read, no problem. But like. I think uh, Abnett's books in particular should be read. Um, he writes like Thomas Dixon, like that's his style, and it's meant to be read. I don't think it's meant to be listened to. Um, Dixon was the uh, famous author of the Hardy Boys series who developed the uh, multiple crisis point uh, uh, writing style to for force people to continue reading a book um, when they would normally put it down. So a bit like um, oh, uh, Gods and Monsters, not that one. I don't mean that. Um, uh, Dan Brown with the uh, Da Vinci Code sort of uh, yeah. Like, so at the end of every chapter, time. yeah. Whenever the at the end of every chapter, there's a climax, and then there's like a, a pen a penultimate climax that you're trying to get to, but you need to read the next chapter because at the end of the chapter you just read, the guys almost died. So you had to find out if they lived, and that's what he does with all of his books. Like if every Eisenhorn book at the end of every chapter, it's like, and then this Chaos Space Marine was going to rip off his head. Dot dot dot. Like, okay, well, did it? I mean, obviously, it didn't. Did, so we got to keep figuring out what the fuck's going on. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, I think animation is a great, great format. Obviously, like all the biggest. If you look at YouTube, uh, the if you look at the YouTube, um, all of the most popular Warhammer 40k related things are all like fan made animations, either using like Unity or Unreal or whatever the hell the the Stardust guy was doing. So, yeah, there's, like, tremendous demand for that content, and uh, it's going to be cool when they finally release some. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, and that's this weekend. So, like, I'm actually genuinely very excited about that. I think also the, the launch of the Admit book as well, so maybe there's something else to talk about other than Drukari would be so fun. Oh, <laughs> man. The, I will say the preview for Admac didn't get my Ghiblis up, but I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm waiting. Because all my all my I'd make a painted orange. So nice. Yeah, 
I was like, let's go. I don't oh, Franklin W. Dixon. Sorry. Thank you, Kilpanic. Uh, yes, Thomas Dixon was also a different person. Well, uh, I have to head out today because um, uh, I've got uh, a set of uh, bunk beds to build. Um, well, it's, uh, I, I've got uh, 1258 GMT right now, and we still haven't talked about uh, Zodwag. Word, word Zog. Zog Greg. What's his name? I didn't want to throw you under the bus because earlier on you, like, this is, I was going to say, you were like, Val Heffelfinger, quote, there was a video about Zodbrog uh, that I did not watch at all. However, did watch a deep dive on how to make a lens for a lighthouse for several (laughs) minutes. (laughs) Priorities, man. Um, Uh, Also, uh, I know I read, I read the article. This guy is, uh, looks like it's going to be sad. It looks, looks, looks like it will be released and instantly... Very sad about um, how terrible Zodrog is. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, is he meant to be good? He's just in the box set. It doesn't matter. Like, as long as the Snagger boys are great, then who cares? Well, I mean, it'd be cool if there was a way to, like, like he's got a rule called Super Runts, and all it does is give one unit plus one to hit. Oh, is that... Uh, have we seen that rule? Yeah, yeah. No, they had, a little, they had a little teaser for him yesterday. Oh, nice. I didn't see... I missed that completely. How did I miss that? Okay. Wild. I just. I mean, this... he he could wind up being like a fifty point HQ or something. So like that, that like he might be useful in just like a filler role. But yeah, it's just a bummer. He's a bummer, man. Yeah, I mean, a character's name character is really much of a big deal that aren't like big boys anyway. And even the big boys aren't like seen much. Like, are they I mean, name characters? I feel like Gas. I feel like Gasgol's got play. Yeah, Gasgol. Yeah, but he's a. I'll put him in the big boy category, right? Oh, I see. Otherwise, other other than that, name characters. Uh, yeah. yeah. In general, or orc specifically? Uh, I think in general, like I know Mephiston sees some play. Uh, Drazar, like who are like smaller characters, I guess. Um, but like, uh, like name characters, like a thing. Who's that? Tarman Gadon? No. no, that's the Wheel of Time. Who's the Imperial uh, Fist? <laughs> we never see him. You never see him. You never see Torgadon. You never see, or whatever the freak his name is. Um, you see Magnus. You see Morty. You see Gaz occasionally. Um, Drazar is in every Dukari list. Um, you don't see played? Mephiston. No, Mephiston's never played. So you'll see Dante more than you'll see Mephiston. Oh wow! Uh, Mephiston's really bad compared to just taking a a, gen- a generic librarian. Also. Um, also, I just want to complain a bit more about uh, Zagrad um, in that he also has a squig stompa rule in which he has the fight last ability, which goes off on a two plus and only affects monsters. Yeah. Why? Why? Yep. I mean, fight That's last a- is already messed up. It's a terrible rule that they've they screwed up so badly. I don't know why they keep trying to shoehorn it into things without fixing it first. But well, we had that's the, a whole other story. We had that in uh, Age of Sigmar. We had the we call it the activation wars. If you guys want to uh, steal that term, um, so uh, it's a it's a quality, like, and it it was rampant. So we've had the part. We had the activation wars, and now we've got. So we had that for about a year, but like it was such it was such a clusterfuck that like everyone kicked off all the time. Like it was consistent. So I think they've pulled back on this, but we now have the piling wars, which might be something for you guys to maybe have in the future. Although you guys have kind of had it with like Space Wolf, Heroic Intervention and other stuff. So we've now got units mm-hmm. that are piling in an additional three inches, like without even charging in some cases. We've also got them piling away from the closest units, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Or 
not allowing you to pile in at all is another kind of key one. Um, so like uh, they, they seem to be exploring that piece of design space. Haven't said that. Haven't said that recently. So that seems to be something that they're on on vogue with, uh, which I'm not too comfortable with. Like I, I still think like the core mechanic of just like I move my stuff and then I do my charges and then you move your stuff and you do the same is fine. I think there being next to stuff around that is quite complicated. I would argue, but like not very fun for new people. I'd say. Yeah, the problem with 40k right now is the the always fight last rules are um, almost universally written differently, like each one. So some of them, you don't know which ones actually work the way they're supposed to, and it just causes a whole kerfuffle because some people read uh, differently into each one, um, like whether you can interrupt a fight um, with this one or not, um, et cetera, et cetera. So it just becomes a whole rigmarole that uh, gets people really frustrated. Yeah, super annoying. Yeah, yeah, it's same. We had that same. We had units that struck first. We had units that struck first before first. We had units that struck mm-hmm. first based on another ability. We had an FAQ. We had a post FAQ where it was your turn, I turn, and then effects that were applied earlier in the phase based on the player's turn. Uh, a guy called uh, Nick from the South London Legion, Nico, uh, he wrote like a like a like a treatise. Um, I think maybe it's one of the reasons uh, the Veerbart was formed. Actually, like it was that particular oh. treatise. Oh, really? Like, just circle it back. Mind um, piling. Oh no. I believe it was called. <laughs> it was long. Oh no. It was. It was uh, yeah. It was. It was pretty tough. Anyway, have you guys got any shout outs before we head out today? Um, yes, I do. Yes. Um, I brought up um, Outward Realms uh, like a couple months back as a game that my buddy was creating that I helped in the early stages of. Um, it launched yesterday. It already met its Kickstarter goals. Uh, but if you want to get in on the action early, um, you should go check it out. Outward Realms Kickstarter. You can buy all sorts of really cool packs. And uh, the first four armies are already available. Looks super One of sweet. them is named by? Yes, I named one of the factions. Uh, I, I helped with the the history of uh, of one of them and a little bit of uh, another. There, um, well, I think it was called Faction McFaction Face. Was that what? Faction was that McFaction what Face. Yeah, I yeah. put it to a vote. Um, probably a poor decision. Um, but you know me, I'm a very democratic person. Um, that's what I hold to. Uh, so yeah, it's really awesome. Really happy for my buddy Michael Timpe from um, High Lords of Terra for putting it together. Um, getting his stuff on the go and uh, yeah, any support you you can give him will be great. The game um, play on tabletop did a video um, like a tutorial video of a, of a skirmish game of it. It is super tight. I really like how it plays. So nice, nice. We'll include the link in the show notes uh, and I'll also put it out on our other, our other mediums as well. So that'd be good. Good that the play on tabletop guys have uh, hit it because they've got such a big audience. That's great. Um, that's cool. They've been, uh, they've been doing a lot of collabs and and uh, and cross promotion stuff. I've, I've been really happy to see that. Actually, it's been cool. Cool guys. Everyone in Canada, it seems, is in my opinion. Mm, uh, not true. Well, not that one guy from the Maritimes. No, nope. definitely not that guy. Val, who's your shout out for? You got a shout out? Big ups. Uh, well, shout out to a successful Kickstarter. Rifle Ruler was funded at the lowest level, so we're gonna get a tool, which is great. So we'll see uh, see what Rob does. Everything that Rob hates about it. It's going to be awesome to hear him complain about <laughs> I the amazing, don't hate it. Never the amazing said I hate AR it. stuff that we I have. I loved the idea when I heard about it two years ago. Like, it was right. great. So Time I'm is still a flat circle. Yeah. Cool. Still into it. Just like I'm still into Angela Lansbury. Uh, another shout out to Angela. I hope you're doing okay. My question is, uh, Gitli has asked, uh, will it be available in 1080p, Val? 
Angela Lansbury? Oh. The app. But, but Angela, obviously. Actually, it's uh, it's very clearly labeled that it requires 1080p uh, to function properly. Uh, so anyone not using 1080p might have some trouble. Might want to talk to the, those Yanks because they <laughs> – big news 1080p over there still. Um, it's going to be good. A, 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 lands, a lands fans emote. <laughs> I'm not yep. Rob. Yeah. Rob. Oh, God. He's used that tone. Okay. All right. Fine. Lands fan fine. and wicket keeper. <laughs> what's, what's a what's a Lansfan? Lansbury fan. Um, or Lans, or, Lansbury. Got it. I yeah, thought I thought that was Lans. You could say thought... Lansstan because Stan is a thing, right? That's a thing. Got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a word. Stan for the land. Yeah. Stan to me once. I remember that. Yeah. Stan. <laughs> Interesting that it that it became a thing now. Like you know, so many years after that song was released. I feel like Gen Z is just listening to our music and just horrified and. Uh, they, they listen to that. It was like this is whoa. ironic now. Yeah, Who's Zoomers. Is... is it Z Zed? Whatever. Are they Zoomers? Is that what they are? Yeah, What's, yeah, what Zoomers. are kids born in the 21st century? Is that Zoomies? Yeah, Zoomers. That's what they called. Zoomies. Zoomers Zoom was what, what boomers tried to like give themselves as a cool name for their aging generation up here in Canada. Failed miserably. Yep. Uh, yeah. Sure did. Zoomers v the boomers. Right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you both. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to everyone on the in the Twitch chat. Let's go raid someone. Uh, and make someone's day. Val, I'm going to let you choose today. Do you want to go weird or do you want to go Warhammer? Weird. Weird. Okay, let's go do that. Oh, so no. We, oh, no. We're going to do just chatting. Let's avoid all the ladies in hot tubs um, because they love hot tubs. Uh, perfect. Uh, Tuesday. This is perfect. Um, okay, let's go do this. We're going to... I think someone's role-playing as an elf. Such is life. Such is life. Uh, and Can't. it's been a pleasure having you on. You're both wonderful human beings, and I love talking to you loads. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, especially all our fans in nursing homes. Thanks to everyone in the YouTubes uh, who are thugs and everyone on the podcast for staying hydrated. Uh, thanks to everyone on Patreon. You guys are great. Talk to you soon.